have your own mic when... Can you use something better than Audio Pro? What is wrong with the Audio Pro? That's this one. Yeah, no, it looks like something you would use. Wow. Maybe something a professional would use, such as myself. Okay. I mean, that one something is... Something maybe in like an aluminum box. In not a, this cardboard Like junk. a literal aluminum box? Yes. You, no. Not something that's killing the world with all this plastic and my sea turtles. <laughs> Controversial just off the bat. Right for the jugular. Okay, well... Love me, hate me, I am me. You can share a mic with me to start out. Can I get mine in the shape of a Coors Light bottle? Or can. Maybe one in this... Maybe if this ever takes off and we get terribly famous from this, someone will make you a mic in the color scheme and or shape of a Coors Light. Mountains better be always blue. Always blue. Okay. As long as none of that Bud Light stuff. Okay, Jared. That's enough. It's just water. Just That's what I meant by that. <laughs> it has nothing to do with anything else. Are you ready to get started? Billions of dollars in lost revenue. Billions of dollars in lost revenue. <laughs> Are you ready to get started? First episode of our first ever podcast. And I kind of sprung this on you, right? Not really sprung it on you. I gave you like a week's notice. Yeah, uh, Tuesday afternoon, I think. <laughs> no, and it is now it's Friday. Friday. We've had a lot of time to prepare. We've had so much time to prepare. Um, but that I thought we had a, like, I guess a good, like, message to get out there. Or, like, I don't know. I feel like our life is really wild. What are you looking at on your arm right now? My muscles. My muscles. But we have, I feel like we have a really fun relationship uh, that has obviously just I wouldn't say stood the test of time because we've only been together for 10 years, but that, you know, we've just gone through a lot and we are both small business owners. And so kind of how that has affected our relationship and just all the things that we've gone through. What do you think? <laughs> I'm the talker. In the You're group. just a big talker. Okay. So I guess getting started, I'm Katie. And I'm Jared. <laughs> And together we have two children. We are coming up on nine years of marriage, right? Nine years in September. Yep. We have like a small hobby farm here in Virginia and that keeps us busy, but it's fun and helps us be a little more like self-sustainable, which is something we're always kind of striving for. But to top all of that off, on top of also working full-time, we have two small businesses that we, well, I, <laughs> I would say I ran mine solo until yesterday when you decided you had to get your hands in the mix of making stuff. But, I'm not sure if those bath bombs have ever looked better. Yeah, totally. Um, You've been talking like it's a hard thing this whole time, and I made it look like child's play. Child's play, yeah, you're so good. Um, but then you have your business that I help out with on an unofficial basis. So I feel like a good starting point is just kind of getting into what we do for our small businesses. Yeah. Do you want to, you want to tell the people what you do? Well, I think we've already started on your, uh, your bath bomb. So let's, let's okay. hear about you first. Right. Okay. So Jared is the trailblazer small business owner because he started his, uh, back in 2019, but I started a bath bomb business two years ago. I 
originally started as just like a thing to make bath bombs for our oldest. <laughs> Are you trying to muffle your... All right, yeah, so in 2021, I was about 37 weeks pregnant with our second. COVID full swing. Just COVID baby. Um, And I had made bath bombs in the past uh, as like just a little fun project. I did it as like a Christmas gift for some of the girls in my family a couple years ago, like years before that. And I had gotten, I think I had just like gotten them out to like make some for Rhett or something which who's our oldest son and um I don't know I just like took a picture of these like oh my gosh looking back I'm ugh, they were not they were just like DIY bath bombs um which they is, were probably perfect circles they were so probably everyone oh loved my them. Gosh, please go somewhere um but yeah so I busted these my bath bomb making supplies out and I made some bath bombs and I took a picture of them and I put them on Instagram and on my personal Instagram and was like yo anyone who wants to get themselves some homemade bath bombs hit me up and I actually had one girl message me and she is to this day so near and dear to my heart because she is my very first customer and she's also local to King George um so yeah super sweet of her to spend like five dollars and buy those bath bombs for me i i was so novice that i didn't even know what to like charge her i was like what do you think and she so she's like what about this and i was like that sounds great um so that gave me the slightest bit of motivation to make more bath bombs and then Huck was born, and I remember I went into labor, and I had stuff right here at this dining room table, um, like pictures I needed to take, because I had made, like, I guess that would have been the end of February, so I don't know. I don't know what I would have been making them for, but my sister came over and, like, tidied up our house. We were at the hospital having Huck and took pictures for me, and I, they're, they're, the pictures are so sweet and near and dear to my heart, and I still have them, um, but, like, looking how far I've come in two years is really special. But so I started a bath bomb business and we're about two years in now and it's since expanded to other bath stuffs, other bath things. And yeah, it's, it's I'm waiting fun. for you to break out into the outdoor, outdoor world. Uh, maybe. Uh, yeah. Making like dirt wafer bath bombs. Sure. Sign me up. Yeah, totally. Like the little ones we pin to ourselves for yeah. dear. I'm all about a good dirt bath bomb. Yeah. Well, at if you. At 4.30 in the morning when I'm waking up to get ready to go sit in the woods. Just rub it in your armpits. Yeah. Anyways. So that's not going to be happening. <laughs> but that is my business. And it has pretty much been a solo venture, which is totally different from how you started. Um, I. Like, I have had help from Jared and my family in the past, like my sister, my mom, and my mother-in-law at various events. But for the most part, I am a one-woman sweatshop when it comes to the bath bomb making, except for when Jared sees me building with frustration while making things and steps in and helps, which is very appreciated. It's only because I got to be able to dodge and duck and cover I threw, from I threw one your, your thing, one thing, one time it struck me in the head. It did not. You were full of lies. My foot. You were full of lies. You weren't even near me. Exactly. Okay. I've seen you throw. I'm an ace. 
But my start to small business ownership is starkly different than yours. So do you want to talk about what you do? Yeah, absolutely. Tell, tell me what you do. <laughs> what is it that you would so, say you do here? Exactly. I think you should start with like how, like what it is we do, but then also go back to like how it started. Cause I feel like that's super ne- unique, like to where you are now. Yeah. <clears throat> so mm-hmm. now we, uh, we run, or I run and operate with the help of a good friend of mine, Ann Katie, here, uh, a nonprofit called Beak Whackers Waterfowl. And we take veterans waterfowl hunting, veterans and active duty service members. And hopefully, we're going to continue to keep expanding on that to all f- winged, feathered outdoors things eventually. Maybe some fishing. The winged and fat, but fish don't have wings or feathers. Uh, have you ever seen a flying fish? Uh, nope. Okay, mm. continue. Exactly. So, uh, <laughs> they got them. Look them up. Google me. Uh, yeah, so, yeah, uh, we're just a nonprofit trying to give back to our the service members and veterans that have fought for our freedoms to be able to do so. We have... Family and friends, both in the military. Our military ties run extremely deep. Yep. So it's very close to us. We have family and friends in the military currently and past, you know, and there's only one thing we can do now is just give back and help as much as we can because they don't always get that. So, and it's nice to be able to give them that peace uh, maybe that they didn't know they could have that uh, finding the outdoors, finding uh, something to make them whole or find a you know just some kind of outlet, yeah, outlet or just their piece of pie. Yeah. You know, if I'm able to help that, then I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Right, and like I I it was I forget who we were talking to about the like veteran support like world being oversaturated but like it really can't be because if you have all these organizations like the fallen outdoors which is another organization locally and throughout the united states um like maybe a hunter like can't get on their schedule but like we're able to get them on ours and get them outdoors like that's i don't feel like the veteran support community and active duty support community can be can be oversaturated yeah and i mean and I can sympathize with not being able to get on someone's schedule because we could run hunts every weekend, mm-hmm. but selfishly, and I think a lot of people would also agree, you need time for yourself and your family. And, uh, you know, so we, we carve out, what, four to yeah, five. Like four weekend hunts. Yeah, pretty much four or five weekends out of a 60-day season. And, you know, it cuts into it eventually. And, you know, and I I love waterfowl hunting or being in the outdoors just as much as the next person. And uh, so, you know, we can only do but so much with what we have and the time that's given. Well, we're a real limited crew also. Yeah, we're running, 
It's kind of like the Midnight Crew around here. It's uh, the Skeleton Crew. We got. Skeleton Crew, yeah. There's a... Uh, what's that show, Two and a Half Men? But then, <laughs> but then we got a... Please don't tell me. Am I the half man or is... <laughs> you better not be man at all. You who not named. No, um, so we'll, we'll go back in just a minute, but... So it's mainly, it's Jared is like the, he is the sole like owner of the, or what, oh gosh, director, I guess, CEO. I don't know what it is considered like with the nonprofit, but Jared's the Big only one. cheese <laughs> how I like to refer to myself. Jared's the, he's the, the sole, sole dude on the nonprofit, but I help as much as I can. I do a lot of like the logistical stuff um, and help with hunts when I can. But we have two children, so that's really hard. But then your childhood best friend. Yeah, my childhood best friend, uh, who's also in the military, National Guard, Virginia National Guard, and also would love to have him on here at some point in time because not only for this, but he owns his own small business too, along with working full time with helping out with a nonprofit, with also having two children and being in the National Guard, like. He's a real... Anytime I think I'm busy, you got to think about this guy because I'm not sure when he sleeps, but... Because uh, <laughs> I'll call him any time of day or night and he's like, oh yeah, I was just, uh, you know, relacing my shoes or something. He's like, I'm on the way, tell me what you need. You know, and, and he's he really here. will. He's, he, they don't make him like that anymore, so... No. Uh, but at yeah. least too often. But, um, but yeah, uh, that's pretty... I mean, I do have people that want to help and they do, far- do help. As far as like running the hunts, like it's yeah. you guys and I help when I can. And then we have other events that we do have a, a pretty good support crew for. Um, but would you want to like kind of go back to like talk about how everything started with Jared's business is way more interesting than mine. I just make bath bombs that make like people smile. Jared is legitimately make sleepy. Make you sleepy. So lavender. The lavender. <laughs> You rub Jared, those things on the bottom of your feet and you're out in 10 minutes, but help me. guaranteed. <laughs> Stop. Jared helped me press 50 like lavender bath bombs last night for a wholesale order I have due next week. And so he swears that the lavender made him so sleepy. Maybe that's why you were talking in your sleep last night. Probably. Probably. But I think it'd be really interesting for you to go back on how like the beak whackers started. Do you want to do that? Yeah, we can touch on that. Uh, so beak whackers first started... Uh, this was when it was just beak whackers, not like beak whackers, yeah, waterfowl. It's not beak whackers, waterfowl. It's not beak whackers, veteran hunts, or, uh, you know, this is back when it was, what, one, two, three, four. It was like ish. seven of you at one point. Yeah, but at the beginning, there was like three, four of us waterfowl hunting. Mm-hmm. That. I like to say that I brought them all into it. Oh my gosh. Because there was years before that that I said, you guys want to go kill ducks or go shoot ducks? You don't have like I've, re- I've gotten into it. I really enjoyed mm-hmm. it. That's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. Why would you want to go sit out in the cold, the rain, the snow, just to kill a stupid little duck? Mm-hmm. If I'm going to do anything, I'm going to drink beer and I'm going to go deer hunting whenever I wake up. That was... The, and whether or not they, they still agree to that side or not, but... Uh, that was pretty much what happened at the beginning. And then, you know, finally, all of a sudden, we had one of those uh, banner years is what I would call it. We don't, we haven't had one like that in a while. Guaranteed. Well, banner or banger? Yeah, both. <laughs> I think 
think you mean banger. Like they, we, Virginia just had a really hot season for waterfowl hunting, and I think that's when the group got like real hooked, right? That's when they got hooked, right? Like I knew you were like ill for waterfowl hunting before then. I've been with you a very long yeah. time. Kind of like little Wayne ill, the illest. Um, but uh, so anyways, mm-hmm. it was a banner year, and uh, Google it. I no, I will not and, be doing that. Uh, no, so. It, yeah. Talked into going out. It was like Thanksgiving time frame, I think, because that's when our the beginning of our second split comes in, right around Thanksgiving. I get them all out there, and at the time they're both deputies. They're like, it's raining. I remember, I remember like it was yesterday. It was raining. One buddy was working nights, and the other buddy was a detective. And he goes, ah, "Well, I'm not gonna make it, guys. You guys just go." You when it, like the the detective obviously wasn't working, and because uh, it was raining. Um, but my other buddy who was working nights at the time goes, ah, I can't make it. You know, I remember what it was, which I really don't talk about it right now, but it was, uh, you know, something happened. He goes, you guys go without me. It's raining anyways, disgusting, sleeting. And me and my buddy go down there. We sit on the bank in a terrible spot because we didn't know, we, were, we didn't know exactly where we needed to be on this piece of property. Is it, I was going to say, is this a spot you still have? No. Oh, okay. And... I saw more ducks then than the probably the six years or seven years I've. We in, only in got these total, two dudes. In total, <laughs> I mean, we, it was just a spot on Rappahannock in Virginia that all of a sudden, like, it was like waves and waves and waves of ducks, and we were in a really terrible spot. They just kept coming. And I'm like, this makes no sense. But and then I look over at him. He's like, is it like this all the time? You know, like his eyes are getting big. He's like, we're going tomorrow, and maybe the next day, and the oh, next. That's day. the worst thing. And uh, I'm like. Perfect. My boss is going to hate me. Let's do it. <laughs> At the time, I worked for my best friend and doing upholstery work. I was a seamster. I was a seamstress. And uh, yeah, so you know, that's where it started. That, that's the very, very, very beginning of it all. And then, you know, kind of the rest of that season, on and off kind of, went on to the next season. Would have been 2016? Six. 17? 16, 15, 16, somewhere in there. So at this point, like, there's these guys being dudes, and just to, like, kind of put it, like, kind of bring this around, guys being dudes, and they're like, we need a name, right? Yeah. Oh, well, yeah, so eventually, yeah. Yeah, so that season, next season comes around, we're all like, we are duck hunters now, dude. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, you guys are, uh, you know some posers you know like You're come kidding. to my come to my level you know just joking obviously oh i don't really think that uh but i can poke fun if i can totally <clears throat> but anyways you know so after a few really good hunts because this piece probably had the time was just things that you know it was like a field of dreams any baseball fans out there it was mm-hmm. it's, you build it they will come it was awesome um so anyways after a few really good hunts Throughout the whole, probably, second split, getting ready to go into the third split around Christmas. Kind of came up, we are like, what are we going to call ourselves, guys? We were all kind of drinking around, hanging hanging in the garage. And uh, we came up with a bunch of names, everyone was like, that's dumb, that's dumb, this is dumb. <laughs> uh, and then, jokingly, I think somebody said, beak whackers. But yeah, that's kind of funny, like... I like it. We kind of ran with it. And, uh, you know, obviously, 
much like anything, if you have any kind of friends, whatever, they're going to make fun of you for it no matter what you do. So, everyone's like, oh, the bushwhackers, this way, whatever, whatever. We, we all just, we, it was just mainly out of fun, and that's how we did it, and that's how it stays. But, um, so yeah, we started there, and then we called ourselves the Beakwhackers. So, the next few years after that, just as a little club that uh, we kind of evolved into, because we, we brought family friends into the mix, some other friends, I brought my buddy Jason into it, uh... You know, at one point in time, we were, there was like, let's see, there was like seven or eight of us. I was going to say, I thought there was like seven of you. At one, at like, at its peak level. That year was awesome. And then, you know, Virginia had a few drought years in duck hunting. But, well, in the mix of all that is when you guys started talking about the veteran hunts, yeah. right? Yeah, and I mean, yes, yes. Well, towards towards the end, yeah. like when the years started to get a little less exciting, you guys started talking about wanting to give back and so that's kind of how the veteran hunts like came to be and then over time this is like i feel like i have a okay grasp on it but like yeah, no, I, I, I skipped a little bit i guess so <laughs> uh so you know and then we're all like uh in the heat in the right before the drought years uh for some of the duck hunting uh you know we we're like man we're doing so well like we're gonna start filming it's going to be fun. We're going to be on the Outdoor Channel. We're going to have our own YouTube channel. We're going to oh, have yeah. thousands of followers, <laughs> friends all over the world. All of our friends. Um, you know, because at the time we had a couple awesome pieces of property. We were killing lots of ducks and geese. It was just, it was stuff that duck hunters dream of, in I mean, my opinion. Virginia duck hunters. I mean, yeah. I mean, yeah. if you're not in Canada. Right. And at the time it was Arkansas. Now it's, you know, other places. Kansas. Um, but you know, for our area, we were just slaying, racking up numbers, and uh, you know, we're gonna do this, we're gonna do that. So we started an LLC because we're gonna start a business behind this, you know. And I and I was kind of the driving factor behind most of that, unfortunately, because uh, I don't know, I had a I had a dream. <laughs> Right, Martin Luther King Jr. No, I mean, I had a vision, I had a dream. You know, right. I, no, totally. I, I saw something that that could be really important, you know, and and I forced, and that's where the this whole forcing of uh, like putting putting my like making my friends expectations. Do, yeah, something that they probably really didn't want to, but they you know they all agreed that it was a decent idea. Yeah. But uh, you know. So we went with it. everyone wanted to be filmed, but no one wants to do the filming. That's the hard part. And no one wants to. Everyone wants to be pulling the trigger. No one wants to. Yeah, to be the well. Everyone wants to be pulling the trigger. No one wants to be like the the trigger puller of the yeah of the camera. Yeah. Um. So you know, then that was kind of the downfall of like the LZ part of it. And we we're like, the we need to sell hats, and sell hats and shirts, maybe just to like, you know, or not really to sell at the time. It was just like to get our name out there like give hats and shirts to friends and like like this is what we're doing it's cool like mm-hmm. and then eventually go watch our YouTubes and hang out and I think we you guys have like two YouTube videos right now is it? I think you have two YouTube videos yeah sweet I think the first one was uploaded in like 2018 <laughs> but uh but yeah so uh we went from there and then I just all of a sudden found yourself on an island yeah uh so I wanted to give back to veterans we've been helping out doing uh, a motorcycle ride 
with some family friends of ours, and uh, I wanted to be able to give back and help. I, mean, yeah. I was helping there, but I wanted like I wanted capacity. to do more and feel like that I was doing something other than you know directing traffic or you know running getting ice and water and all that stuff. And I mean, I know in the grand scheme of things, we were helping like it was much bigger than me, but I still wanted it. So, uh, and like, doing something with veterans is obviously something near and dear to my heart because my family, my wife's family, or Katie's family, fr- friends, very I close friends. I love how you still call me my wife, even though I'm literally sitting right here. <clears throat> Everyone who like works with Jared, he's like my wife, my wife, my wife, and they're like Jared. We literally know Katie. We like know you can just her. say Katie. Just make sure she keeps bringing the cookies. <laughs> but yeah, so that was that was kind of like the the evolution of. The veteran hunts and like the Beakwackers Club kind of turning into Beakwackers Waterfowl. And somewhere in like the mix of that, like I went duck hunting for the first time and was like, this is the best thing that I've ever done. And well, you know, relatively. And so I kind of got tangled up in it too. And I, I would like that to be kind of a focus of like this moving, like the podcast moving forward of how. Like, I have kind of come to, like, live in your world because I did not grow up like you grew up at all. Um, and how we kind of balance that as, like, a couple because, all like, our hobbies were starkly different when we first got together in the first few years of our marriage. And then slowly... You were Barbies. I was a shotgun scat it. What? <laughs> so, but over time, it's it's very much evolved. And I have I have a whole bunch of, like talking points I feel like on like why that happened and like the value I feel like it's added and everything like that but that can be for another date um but yeah that's kind of I guess who we are we're two small business owners who are always going in different directions if we well and I guess we <laughs> what <laughs> well I was gonna say too we yeah I feel like we're like we're we're just like touching the surface of like everything but, I feel like we dug in a lot deeper on me than we did Well, you. there's not there's nothing like deep about my business. Like I I like making these things and I like more than anything like like the season we're coming up on, which is like the market season, is my favorite. Are they gonna say Kobe season? That too. I am very excited about that. <laughs> we'll get there. We'll get there. Ugh. Um but like I like interacting with people. I like the kind of place it's given me in our community because like you don't really do markets with your stuff because it doesn't really like fit that 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 genre. No, not like your farmers market. No, vendor, well, yeah, you, but you fairs. do like yeah, you do like outdoor shows. Um, but I do like a lot of like local events, and I feel like it's that that's one thing I love about having a small business is the like interactions at places like that. Um, so yeah, that's, but yes, we dug in a lot of deeper on your, and a lot deeper on yours because yours is like a little more profound than mine. It's just, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. You're just, you're a very like deep individual. You know what I mean? But I just got to keep the, keep the course coming to keep you chatty. That's right. But I feel like everyone who knows us I feel okay I'm just gonna go out on a limb right here and I don't I could be totally misplaced and maybe we'll get some feedback from the people we know and love but I feel like we have a really solid banter and we 
<laughs> we razz each other endlessly, um, which I feel like is really fun. But we also like love each other tremendously, and we our relationship has grown just an insane amount in the almost ten years we've been together. Because we had a four minute engagement before we got married. When but you know, you know. When you know, you know. Um, but yeah, so... And there was no shotgun involved. No shotgun, yeah. We just really liked each other and just decided to get married quickly. Um, but I think it'd be really cool to talk about small business ownership on this. I think it'd be really cool to talk about how our life kind of operates as people who do own small businesses but work full-time. Hopefully not for long. Oh my gosh. I'm yeah, no, it's going to be so cool I'm when I'm a stay-at-home dad. <laughs> you are smoking something, my guy. Yep. Nope. Anyways. Um, and as I feel like there is a story to be told about the coming of age of like me very much like integrating myself into like your world. Because like I said, we had starkly different lives before we got together. And even in the first few years of our marriage. Um, mm-hmm. So I feel like it that that in and of itself could be just like an episode where we talk about like Katie becoming more outdoorsy. <laughs> season two. Season two. Yeah, that's going to be a whole season. But marriage, small business, just us being us. Cows. Cows. Cobia. All Chickens. the things. Chickens. Oh my gosh. I Deer. Love, ducks. Dogs. Bears. Beats. Battlestar Galactica. Maybe we could talk about how much I love The Office one day. Yeah, well, yeah maybe one day when I'm on travel. Maybe <laughs> I just have myself to talk to. Um, but yeah, so that's pretty much it. And I think at this point, right this second, as we are recording this, we don't actually have a name picked out for us yet. I have a few. Well, we've, we've tossed a few back and forth. We are on completely opposite ends of the fence of what we think is an appropriate podcast name. Um. So we have to figure that out. No. It's a no from me, dog. I found it. I thought it was the third one. What is the third one? What do you think it should be? Beers, booty, and bombs. No. What? We are like setting ourselves up for like an investigation. I got a clearance. It'll be all right. I got a clearance. <laughs> It's fine. First thing, first thing to get pulled. I work for an, I work for the government. Oh uh, yeah, I'm gonna have to uh, go for a pee test tomorrow. Yeah, probably. Yeah, they they're definitely something sus on you we'll on a, on, we'll on a Saturday. Out. We'll cut all that out. Yeah, we're gonna that has to go. Um, but yeah, I think that I think that's it for this one, right? Yes. Yes. Sure enough is. All right. Well, I I appreciate the listeners. Do you, Jared? No. Thank you guys for tuning in on a Friday night. They're not. <laughs> I know. I know. All right. We'll cut that part out. This is WTGF. Uh, catch you in the morning. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a disaster! All right. Well, we appreciate you guys listening, and we're really excited about this journey. With our friends and family and fellow listeners. And we'll find a name eventually. Over and out.